0: Welcome to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. Today, we're going to focus on your techie competitive edge, Zoom and Alexa. First, we'll have Marquesa Petway on to share how you can use Zoom to offer more value and for additional revenue streams. Next, we'll have Doug DeVitri on to share how you can use Alexa for presentation engagement and for back of room sales. Last but not least, we'll be joined by NSA President Ana Liotta. Ready? Let's go. Joining us in the Voices of Experience studio today, we have Marquesa Petway. Marquesa Petway CSP built a six figure membership group and she averages 85 virtual events per year. There is no one in our association who is better equipped to talk to us about Zoom. Welcome to VOE, Marquesa. Thanks for having me, Crystal. I am so excited to have you here today, Marquesa, because you are the Zoom evangelist who got me off of one of the competitors onto Zoom because it has benefits that the other one just could not compete with. So help everyone else understand, what makes Zoom stand out from competitors?
1: I'm so glad you asked. Zoom, to me, is the leading... Video conferencing platform on the planet. On the There's, planet. On the planet. Not quite the universe, but the planet. Uh, okay, the universe. Oh, okay.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, if we can go out of space, it's fine as well. But I love it because, Crystal, it's the first one where it's just easy for anyone to use. Mm. Um, many years ago, when I would interview folks for Speaker Magazine for my column, Speaker Talk, I remember some folks would say, "Oh, I don't do that." I said as long as you have a webcam as long as you have a microphone we are good and they didn't believe me and they would come right on zoom and go wow so i love that it's user friendly it's compatible no matter what type of computer system you have it even works flawlessly in the app um, and i also like the experience that it gives me mm-hmm. as the person that's using it as well as all of my users for example my own meeting room link. Okay. So I have a personalized link. So if you have a website, right. put Zoom at the end of it. So let's say it's Crystal Washington. It would be crystalwashington.com slash Zoom. Okay. So Zoom makes it easier for you to do that, or you can go in and create a Zoom inspired URL. So that way you're the only person with that URL on the Zoom platform. Oh, perfect. Yes. Waiting room. You know how cool that is? Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you put people back to back to back. I right. do that right? when I'm meeting with my members. Yes. I don't want any you want to interrupt a session maybe I'm recording we're deep into it they're in the meeting room but the meeting room tells them hey I'm here I'm so glad you're here for your session or an interview or whatever reason they're coming mm-hmm. and they get a personalized message from me this oh. is what I mean with zoom and then zoom provides tools such as breakout rooms Wait, break virtual breakout rooms breakout
0: so in other words you're not all together automatically you can actually let's say you have a group of 20 people
1: you can then split them up into groups of five. Oh, absolutely Wow. Absolutely. Three, four times a year, I run a 60-person mastermind. Everyone comes on initially, and then we greet them, make them feel comfortable, set the tone, and then we break them out into rooms, which is which is awesome. People, It's like clicking a button, and they're going into outer space. A really good tip that I would give all my professional speaking buddies is... Get a Zoom VA. And you may think they have those. Yes. Right on one of those sites where you hire virtual assistants. I use Upwork. I literally went on there and said, you got to know the Zoom platform or be extremely comfortable with technology. And I let that person be the host. That way they can break off people into rooms while I sort of run the whole 60 person mastermind.
0: Smart, yeah. smart. So you're focusing on the content and the experience. There you go.
1: They're focusing on the technical
0: pieces. Now, outside of the breakouts, and I apologize, I had to interrupt you because that's so unique You know, when we talk about
1: what makes them stand mm-hmm. up for competitors. What are some of the other features that you Well, one quick thing I wanted to mention too, Crystal, is I'm able to move around as the expert into the breakout rooms. Oh. So I get to pop in and say, how are you guys doing? Or I can go from here to there. And my assistant on there can send a message over the intercom that everyone will get to tell them when to come back from the breakouts and one quick little thing too zoom will do the work for me with breaking out people mm-hmm. just based on the parameters I give zoom or I can tell my assistant here are the names here are the groups okay. and then I can person so I had to mention that because it is just wonderful That's virtual amazing. virtual background is huge too you know I love that
0: you taught me about virtual background could you mind sharing what virtual background is for anyone here?
1: Virtual background is Zoom's answer to green screen. Okay. And I love it. Yeah, I can put a, a bridge over troubled water behind me <laughs> if I want troubled water. I can put right. I can put Paris behind me. I put a TV studio behind me. I know you oh, live in TV studios. Wow. And from my background at CNN, I like the TV studio look. Okay. I'll put that behind me. Put my logo in the screen. Okay. And maybe put my website. So anytime I do a Zoom zoom, mm. folks know where to find me. It's great for branding.
0: Can I share something? I did. This yes, please. I learned from you because you taught me about the green screen piece. Mm-hmm. What I've done is I've gotten on calls with clients and when they get onto zoom with me, I already have their products behind me. So my background is Ooh. them. I reflect it back <laughs> and a lot of times they'll jump on and they, you know, they, they're shocked and they laugh, but then they love it.
1: So I just wanted to throw that out there. That's thanks to you teaching me about this. Well, you know what? I give it all to Zoom. That's what makes it stand out from the other competitors. I like that they truly made it for the entrepreneur, which you know I call the speakerpreneur, because it understands our world. Uh, This is way bigger than a let's have a meeting or let's do a webinar thing. That's fine. To me, that's freshman level. I'm talking about going to sophomore, junior, and senior level, where you can now make money and do other things speaking of which
0: you just led me into our next question i want you to take us to graduate level can you share two to
1: three ways to leverage zoom to create new revenue streams this is my favorite question. You know it is. One of those ways is I leverage Zoom, as I mentioned earlier, running a 60-person six, or so mastermind. I've had as many as 75 people. And by the way, guys, clearly you can have hundreds on a webinar. I'm talking about the meetings part okay. where you see everyone's face. Zooms makes it easy for folks to register mm-hmm. on a branded page with my face, my info, or the organization that I'm representing. Follow up. Honestly, sometimes I suck with follow up. Okay. Zoom makes it easier. And the cool thing is, I don't have to rewrite it every single time. Okay. I just duplicate the page tweak it a little bit and it follows up one week, one day, the day of, it's awesome. So it sends the emails. For it follow-up. sends the emails okay. for me. And Zoom's platform makes it easy for me to engage the attendees while while they're on there from things I mentioned earlier, such as the breakout rooms or just like in a TV studio, you know how sometimes they will have three experts on the screen, right. but on but the expert that's speaking, you don't want to say, well who's speaking? Zoom allows you to pin the video, that way it makes that expert's video even bigger. So that's huge. And think about it. Look at the, it's about the experience, not just the content. You want to give them an experience. You want to make them get off that Zoom and go, that was hot. That's awesome. And that's what I get from um, my members, my clients, my colleagues. Number two, I leverage Zoom to lead virtual events. This is, oh yes. And a virtual event to me is different from a normal keynote that I may do via Zoom, which it can be a keynote, okay. or even a membership group okay. meeting or class or lab, I call it. A, Zoom, a virtual event can be three to four hours. Maybe I'll have multiple speakers coming in okay. or I'll do it myself. Okay. I can break out people, some not just with breakout, I can take breaks, Crystal. You know, sometimes you're like, okay, let's go to lunch. Right. I don't do that. I keep the Zoom window up. They can go get something to eat, Mm -hmm. but know that I'm sitting there waiting for them in case they want to come back, or I can put it on my avatar, so that way I can have a little bit of privacy. Um, And then what I love, too, is... I'm able to also sort of be a big brother okay. and I'll read the reports every, after everything is over to right. see who was paying attention. Okay. What were the questions they asked? You know, how sometimes mm-hmm. you get multiple questions right. or folks are talking to each other in chat. Mm-hmm. I'm able to go and track all of that. Okay. Also see what they needed in their registration. I'm asking questions or polls. Zoom literally sets this up for the entrepreneur. And I think that's a big game changer for them because they thought about entrepreneurs as they built this machine. Okay. Now third way that I make money is I leverage Zoom to engage my tribe on Facebook via live streaming, via Zoom. So you do Facebook live via Zoom. Exactly. Powerful. Yeah. Cuz you may think, well, why, you know, why are you, why don't you just use Facebook live to right. do it? Well, I like using Zoom because Zoom records it. Mm-hmm. It provides me the transcription. Okay. The audio recording, three different camera angles. Okay. And if I want to bring you on Crystal to share your brilliance with my tribe, you're sitting right there in the Zoom room with me. Okay.
0: What would you suggest people have so that they can have the most polished Zooms possible?
1: First of all, you have to get Logitech's webcam, with the latest version of it. And if you want to use a virtual background, what I love about Logitech is it will help you make it wide or come in. Another thing I would recommend is get a really good microphone. Okay. And I always forget the name of the like microphone. The Yeti? Yes, thank you, Crystal. Yes, yes, yes. A Yeti. Yes, <laughs> the <laughs> Yeti. Get the Yeti. It's worth it. It makes you sound like you're in a studio. And I'll, really, after you get that, you don't really need much else. Everything else is extra. Uh, what about the green screen? There's one really cool green screen background that you suggested. Yes. couple of them. One of them. Well, here's the easiest way to do it. Go to zoom.us. Okay. Go up to where it says resources. Okay. There's a drop-down a menu, oh, wow. and in there it will say uh, video tutorials or FAQs. When you go to the video tutorials, there's something just on green screen. Okay. You can type it into the chat, the little search box. Right. They will recommend two different places to get a green screen. One of them is the web around.
0: Right. That's which what you, I like. That's what you taught me. <laughs> Tell them what the web around is, because
1: there's going to be some people that are going to be shocked on this one. <laughs> web around is this huge green screen that goes on your chair behind you it sticks to your chair people so if
0: you don't (laughs) want to have a huge green screen behind you this thing folds out it's a little circle you pop it it folds into a big circle and it just fits on your chair and it looks like you have a huge green screen behind you but you're just sitting in your office chair with this thing stuck to it Marquesa, thank you so much for joining us today on Voices of Experience thank you for having me Now that you're fired up and likely just put in a few Amazon orders for Zoom equipment, let's hear from Doug DeVitri on how you can leverage Alexa in your business. Today on this segment of Voices of Experience, we have Doug DeVitri. Now, Doug has over 200 clients in the U.S. and Canada, and he's been speaking for over 10 years on technology. Now, what Doug may or may not know is that I cyber stalked him for years (laughs) before we ever officially met with an NSA because I was so blown away by his newsletters and content. So I am your official technology stalker. Doug, <laughs> thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you, Crystal. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to be here.
0: And what I love about this is you are here to talk about something that's really cutting edge <laughs> for speakers that we're like barely touching. I, I don't even know too many speakers that have really started to even think about Amazon. But it makes sense because you're always light years ahead. I remember you talking about video when <laughs> everyone else was like, video, who needs video? And you're talking about Zoom and people are like, Zoom, Zim, what? And they- <laughs> And now it's a member benefit and you've moved on to bigger pastures because you're like, well, you all finally caught up with what I've been
3: telling you. So let me let me blow your minds again.
0: So let's go ahead and dive into Alexa, because many people are thinking, okay, I use it to turn on my lights or open my garage. What do I need this for for my speaking event? So why should speakers even care about smart assistants, specifically Amazon Alexa? Not even quite sure everyone understands what Alexa is. So, what, what is Alexa?
2: Alexa, there's Amazon Alexa, which is a platform. Okay. Right, just just like there's uh, the Apple App Store okay. or there's the Google Play Store. There's the Amazon Alexa Skill Store, okay. right? So, gosh, I think according to uh, voicebot.ai, AI, they say there's over right now there's over 58,000 skills available. Now, and what so,
0: exactly is a skill? So
2: yeah, so a skill is like a mobile app. Right? Okay. So like if you have a mobile app for I don't know hotels, mm-hmm. you know you would need a voice app for Amazon Alexa, and the technical term for that is called a skill, and you don't okay. and you don't download the skill, you enable the skill. So there's a little bit of different language and terminology we have to use. Okay. um, But it's essentially the same, same premise.
0: So it's like when a speaker has an app, they're trying to convince their audience or their clients to download the app. So it sounds like with this, a speaker can have a skill and they're trying to get that audience, the client or whomever, to enable that skill?
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay. So once someone's enabled that skill, I mean, on an app, when you download someone's app, that app's on their phone, and, and it goes around with them. So if you enable that skill, does that mean, like, now you're a part of their, like, Amazon pla- I mean, just, are you in the car with them? Are you at their house? Like, are you just traveling with them now? Is that how this works? Like, it's like you're right there?
2: Yeah, like, you're it's like your personal assistant, but the, here's the catch. When you're the speaker, mm-hmm. or you even, or, like, the coach, or whoever you want to, you know, hold you accountable, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, you're not spending time with the individual. Alexa... Is do as having the conversation with your customer because you've programmed it in a way right. that serves them?
0: Wow! So it's like creating clones. We, so many people say <laughs> things like, "I wish I could clone myself so I get more done in the day." We're cloning ourselves and we're sending ourselves home with our clients, and that's not spooky at all, right? Well, no, because
2: because here's the thing: is you can also you tr- uh, carry over your personality too, right? So okay. when you when you activate when you activate my skill, okay. it's uh, you know it starts off by saying, "Hey, good looking." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is
0: it saying it about <laughs> You were to me.
2: <laughs> to you. you, yeah. You would say so it your, to you. Your
0: skill thinks I'm good looking. I got you. <laughs> right. So my skill, should I, like, compliment people's Afro puffs? Is that is how that go? No, that's about no, me. That's no, no, that's me. about you. That's no, about me. Not. Okay, good use. All right, I have a question for you now. So now that we know that we can enable or have our, our customers and clients enable a skill so that it's like having a mini Doug go home with them or mini Crystal or mini whoever's listening right now, and that's both exciting because we're, we're speakers, so many of us are a little narcissistic, uh, but for those that aren't, it's a little scary. That's okay. We're going home with people now. We're, we're in there, right? What are the practical uses for speakers? Okay, we have this skill, but how can this help us? Like... Give me a few case uses of, of how you 've seen this work in very practical ways
2: you know Alexa can be your sidekick on stage Um. Mm. and when I, um, when I did it when I did a program, mm-hmm. I was thinking how can I, how can I put my client up on a pedestal right? okay. and so I had Alexa hooked in you know and you can, in order to use Alexa on stage, you have number one you have to have an internet connection, second you have to have the uh, the auxiliary jacks for somebody to plug in the laptop of your computer you have to, to, to have that, have that and then and then I, I asked Alexa. I said, who is Mark Epstein? Okay. And Alexis says, Mark is one sexy mofo. He's one hot (laughs) piece of brain candy who knows how to push my buttons, especially when it comes to programming the Revive Conference. Would everybody please stand up? Give him a warm round of applause. Your CEO of the Citrus Valley Association of Realtors, Mark Epstein and the whole everybody stood up and went nuts.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds like it would be so fun and funny.
2: <laughs> it was also a callback for other like panelists that were participating in the program. They're like, you know, kind of kidding with one of Yeah, yeah, Mark is one sexy MFO. So, so, so the long term <laughs> value of that, knowing right. you know, that Alexis says that it must be true.
0: Uh, so wait, so when Alexa says something it's like the internet? Right. So you know how on the internet, if it's posted, it right. must be true. So yes, if you have pneumonia, you just rub garlic on the bottom of your <laughs> yes. feet and you will be healed. So is Alexa the same way?
2: Absolutely. And so if you think about it from a I don't know, thought leadership standpoint or where mm-hmm. who's your information coming from, you want to make sure that, you know, you are part of that conversation that your customer's having with Alexa.
0: Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and maybe you have an answer, maybe you don't. Do you know about what percentage of our audiences, on average, might even have Alexa?
2: Yeah, good question. So, um, according to the research, it says that right now, Mm -hmm. which is, it changes, it changes like...
0: It's gonna increase.
2: It's yeah. Twenty percent of households have a smart speaker. Okay. Um by 55 percent of people will have a have, have a smart speaker. Okay. Whether that's, you know, Alexa or Google Home or, or something like that. Right. So you gotta get on the bus.
0: Right, right. Well and, and as we already discussed, you you're the bus driver that took off and left us and you do this repeatedly, so we, we hear you, I will be on this <laughs> bus a this time. <laughs> Whenever Doug is like, you all need to get on this bus, and everyone else is like, what? Let's let the lesson be, just get on the bus with Doug. All right, so we talked about you can have Alexa on stage to really lift your clients up also. Yeah. And the other thing about having, I'd imagine, Alexa as your uh, straight man is the fact that for any of us who've spoken with another speaker on stage, they can go rogue. Alexa won't, right? it <laughs> so will do what you told her to do. Um, so tell me a little bit about, can Alexa help us with back of room sales? if we get people to enable that skill?
2: Yeah, so there's a whole e-commerce side uh, to Amazon Alexa that most people don't know about. Okay. And so if you're a speaker and you sell digital products, like downloadable PDFs, Mm -hmm. or you sell access to video, or sell access to audio, or you sell a membership on a monthly recurring basis, Mm -hmm. Amazon Alexa has that on the back end of the the platform where you can link your existing website Mm -hmm. to be able to, to share and deliver that content.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's available there, and then I know that since they download your skill, they can purchase products from you anywhere. I mean, they can do it in their car and home. And- think of how
2: fast that is, right? Okay. Think about think about the transaction that it takes for okay. If I'm gonna, if I'm going to buy a product from your website, mm-hmm. you know, number one, I have to I have to go find my credit card.
0: Right. <laughs> right. So right. Like, Not
2: true. Good. So and and then I have to physically open up a computer or open up a device mm-hmm. and then find the product and then type it in and then and then sometimes you get the error messages and it kicks back and then, you know, sometimes people don't buy because it's a poor user experience. Well, gosh, because everything, because Amazon most likely already has your credit card because you're a customer. You're just just having them, the customers, buy directly using the credit card that you already have on profile. Mm. So, really, when you buy something with an app, it takes, you know, a voice app for, it takes, I don't know, seconds. Well, because you're
0: not telling them your credit card information. They already have it on file. So...
2: Yeah. And okay. I, I mean, you know, you think about what I, what do I want? I just, I'll buy that, I'll buy that, I'll buy that. and just...
0: Okay. And the other thing, you, you know, we were talking beforehand, you told me a really cool case about, you know, as a speaker, sometimes you don't have an assistant with you, and people might have questions about how to book you, how to get a one sheet, they might need additional information, and you said we can use Alexa for that?
2: <laughs> well, there's no reason why you couldn't have Alexa in the back of the room to do back-of-the-room sales, mm. or, or think about this, it's not so much back-of-the-room sales, but, like, it's in the car sales. Like, when right. people are driving home, if they enable the skill right. and they're having a conversation with – I mean, it's, it's – they're having a conversation with you, but they're really having a conversation with Alexa. They can say, well, you know, would you like – would you like fries with that, <laughs> right?
0: Oh, so just even the add-on for sales. Yeah. And, or even if they're asking about how to book you, it knows how to, and I think you said it can send text to people as well. Mm-hmm. If, you if can integrate it
2: with text message. So uh, here, here, here's here's one of the, it's one of the usability sides. And okay. I think when you, when you, when you ask Alexa to do something, what's really, you know, sometimes we have to take notes. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Alexa will send you, they call it a card response where they send you the, uh, what. what Alexa actually said, "Okay." And and you know, what Amazon does not let you do is link to external sites. They want okay. to keep you like on the platform. Okay. So the only way to get somebody to go to an external site, which is a link, is to actually send a text message. So if you have a oh. bro speaker brochure that's in a PDF format, <clears throat> you know, say, you know, uh, you know. And when Doug's brochure, speaking brochure or what are Doug's speaking topics, you know, Alexa will say, would you you like me to send it to you by text message? And because of the user permissions that you've given Mm -hmm. by being an Amazon customer and that are part of the skill, they already have your name, your phone number, your email address. so it's, it's Your phone is your mobile phone number right, right. and your physical address.
0: Well, no, I believe that because Amazon, the only company that knows more about me than Amazon is Google. Um, I'm pretty sure Amazon knows my blood type, my credit score. Amazon knows everything about me. Um, I won't go any further. So yes, yes, I see what you're saying. It, it just makes it easier for them to interface. It just seems like it's, a smart assistant. So if you don't have that assistant traveling with you or if you have an assistant traveling with you that isn't smart, you might want to use this smart speaker assistant (laughs) instead. So...
2: There's consistency there, right? (laughs) There's
0: consistency. With everything. With everything. Uh, Machines sometimes outperform people. So... For those that are listening, some people are listening and they're like, okay, I'm going to wait a little bit. Others are like, I really want to dive into this and learn a little bit more. Is there some place that they can go to learn a little bit about maybe setting up their own skill?
2: Amazon Alexa developer team does a phenomenal job of the online resources. Like out of all the companies that try to increase adoption, I've never seen anything like it with the Amazon Alexa developer team. I mean they okay. just they just they just doing it right. And so that's a that's the number one place to start. Now specific to like say your industry or whatever it might be, you know, I'm hosting the first uh Alexa skill building summit for the real estate industry. So okay. anybody who wants to do that um can can learn. Now if you're just getting started. Right. Alexa has what are called blueprints. And so if you've used Microsoft PowerPoint and have mm-hmm. PowerPoint templates or use mm-hmm. Microsoft Word and have Microsoft Word templates. Alexa has skill blueprints where you can type in what y- someone would say to Alexa and okay. then you would type in what Alexa says back. Okay. And so from a very basic standpoint like who's the National Speakers Association, you'd be able to like type that in very okay. easy without having to know a single line of code.
0: I love it. I love it. And and again, there's some people that are listening, they're going to go out and they're going to hire a professional that can do all this for them, but I think it's wonderful for us to take this opportunity and look at Alexa Blueprint and just get an idea of, of how we can get started. Do we have the website for that? Yes, yeah,
2: it's really easy. It's blueprints.amazon.com.
0: That is easy. Well, Doug, thank you so much for joining us today for Voices of Experience, <laughs> and we look forward to jumping on your bus. Don't leave us. Don't leave us.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Kristen.
0: It's time for our monthly update from our president, Ana Laiata.
3: The end of the year and the holidays brings joy and a natural rhythm of reflection and reboot. I reached out to a few NSA friends and asked, how do you celebrate and complete the old year and prepare the way for the new? They had some brilliant insights, and I'm delighted to share them with you this month. Here are the four guideposts and great tips from them to you. First, the guideposts. Four key elements kept showing up in the interviews. First, taking time to retreat and unplug. Second, having the structure that supports you to review the year. Third, permission and space to reflect without judgment. And finally, fourth, a plan when next to review. Let's dig a little deeper into each guidepost, starting with retreat. Getting away from the regular day-to-day was a number one practice. Taking a day or two to separate from the regular pace, unplug from technology completely. Vice Chair Mike Stafer, CSP from NSA, Arizona, shared that he does two retreats, one with his team to review wins, celebrate the year, and a separate personal retreat of two to three days focused on gratitude and free thinking. Stacey Honke, CSP from NSA Illinois, shared that she also creates separate time to examine the year personally and then with her team, with a focus on appreciation first and strategy second. As a team, they ask, what was the difference this year from last year? Which clients grew their portfolio of work with us? Who are the clients that joined us and what are we as a team grateful for? The second guidepost, review, takes us into the specifics and the details and the facts. Chris N. West, NSA Houston shares, I look at the year and see what goals I reached and didn't reach. I try to figure out what prevented me from reaching my goals. Courtney Clark, NSA Austin, and chair of the Cavett Institute at Influence 2020, shared, at the end of every year, I always do two reflection days. One reflection day is for the tangible business side of the business, the numbers and hard facts. I look up where I landed with my revenue goal. I examine my close rate and how I measured up against my social media engagement goals. Then the second day is for the intangibles. I take a hard look at every presentation's opening and closing, the content style, and other tricky parts. By separating the days, it allows me to focus a lot better rather than trying to wear both hats at once. Dr. Dan Diamond, NSA Pacific Northwest, leads us to the third guidepost, Reflect, with his practice of reflecting on one word to serve as a contextual beacon for the year ahead. Alana Hill, NSA Houston, shares that she takes time to reflect on the previous year commitments she made to family, to service, to friends, and business, both locally and globally. John Register, CSP from NSA Colorado, takes reflection time to personally call each client he spoke to and thank them for gracing his life. He reviews his tithing and his estimated revenue to ensure that it matches. Which brings us to the final guidepost. How often and when will you recheck your goals and game progress? Anne McNeil, NSA Florida, has her annual recheck at Thanksgiving each year, where she reviews her 5, 10, and 20-year goals. She asks herself, what is the one thing I'll start to dream bigger about this year? Amy Clymer, NSA Carolinas, plans her goals in 90-day sprints, After looking at the big picture of the whole year, she begins the backward mapping to arrive at what actions does she need to take today. She makes sure to put in the essentials like when do we want to take vacations and what is the exact day at the end of the first quarter that we will take a retreat and reflect on the 90-day success. How do you complete your year? and create the space and place for next year to be brilliant. We'd love to hear from you. Share your practices on our NSA members page and let's make 2020 a year to remember.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. If you're not already a member, what are you waiting for? Visit nsaspeaker.org and join us. In fact, NSA members enjoy a huge Zoom discount of nearly $2,000 annually. You can learn more at nsaspeaker.org forward slash Zoom. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode, Negotiate Like a Boss, because you are one.